Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista, and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Risa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted. And he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hey sisters, this is Bricia, and this week in the podcast, we have Tanya Whitford of OrganizingWonders.com, a professional organizer. Yes, such thing exists. And um, I share with you my latest foot sprain story, and my sister shares with us her journey on how her move is coming along. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Why'd you gotta do that? Huh? Oh my god, how are you? I'm good. I think uh I mean good, better than you. Metiste la pata. What again? Again. Maybe your bones are like fragile. <laughs> you know it's so funny because dad it's the exact same thing. That was like, vete a checar porque siempre te andas cayendo. <laughs> Is it the same the same side? No. Oh, Which okay. sucks because I can't use my spare chancla. <laughs> what happened? For those of you who are longtime listeners, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> For those new listeners, go back to understand this inside joke. Um the same thing that happened last time. I was walking down my stairs, only that this time I'm going through my front stairs mm-hmm. to throw the trash out. Mom stayed over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm cleaning my fridge, you know, because mom's staying. So <laughs> I need to clean. She cleaned my fridge clean. when I was gone. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> I wanted to clean my fridge before she went in there. So I was like, you know, cleaning it out. And I had this, you know, heavy thing of, of trash. So I'm going down the stairs and I'm very careful. I'm usually very careful now going down the stairs since last time that I broke my foot. So I'm like going down the stairs and I, it's dark. I don't turn the lights on. That was mistake number one. And then I stepped and then I missed the step and, psh, and like I heard it pop Ooh. and it hurt so much and it hurt so much. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and so many things are running through my head. Like I'm leaving to my trip tomorrow. I know. I'm supposed to go to Miami next weekend. Like, mom is here. Like, so many things are rushing through my head. I can't move because I'm like, I don't want to put any weight on it. I call mom. like, mama. You know, mom. I just put the baby to bed. Thank God. My husband's not at the house. Oh, my God. So, mom comes out and she's like, ¿Qué te pasó? I'm like, I, I'm like, mom. I, you know, me tronche el pie. He's like, ¿Qué no sabes cuántas escaleras tienes? And I'm like, Typical mom. I'm like, oh my god. I'm, I'm like, mom. So, so many childhood memories well, are coming through my mind right now. She's like, a ver. She grabbed my foot and she starts twirling it around. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, ay, y ahora, dónde está tu marido? A qué hora regresa? I'm like, mom. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Y ahora, ay, qué no ves? ¿Qué no ves dónde caminas? So many times. And, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm just kind of like, mom. She's like, ah, oh. she goes and she throws the trash away. I'm like, ¿y ahora qué voy a hacer? Ay, pero ¿qué no cuentas? I'm like, mom. At that point, I was like, mom. 
don't get mad at me i just fell okay why are you screaming at me i didn't do this on purpose she's like Ay, okay okay es que no sé es que no sé y ahora conoces a un salvador i'm like mom i'm going to the er right i'm going to the doctor what do you mean a salvador my and so then wait it's not over so he's like ahora, okay you know mom has you know she's been having some issues with her back so i feel bad because she can't carry me <laughs> so i'm trying to get up and i'm like look i just need to get to the couch and sit down so i start crawling <laughs> to my house right because i can't get up and mom's looking at me laughing <laughs> same reaction you guys, memories. i'm crawling and she's laughing at me and i'm like i just text him and so then i get there and she looks at my figure she's like <gasps> and i'm like what what because i haven't seen my foot and she's like Ay, mamacita. Ay, mamacita. Tu pie, tu pie. and i'm like what and you know what there's this big ball coming out of my foot uh, i send you the picture yeah. like it looks like my like bone is like sticking out i'm like great i'm like jesus like I'm like, I'm supposed to leave tomorrow on my romantic getaway. <laughs> so anyway, I call my husband. You know, he came home right away. We went to the ER. Uh, you know, it it's not broken. Nothing's fractured. It was just a really bad sprain. Ugh. They call it a dancer sprain. <laughs> like, sure, whatever that means. <laughs> but I got this huge, like, air boot, whatever. Those, the big black one. You know, I couldn't move. I had, but it's funny because I have the whole kit. <laughs> I have a whole spring foot from last time. I need to make sure. So nothing's wrong with me. (laughs) I don't have weak bones. I'm just clumsy as. (laughs) No, you just don't want to turn on the lights. Yes, or I don't want to turn on the lights. Oh my god! I know when you when uh, you sent me the picture that I was like, "Damn, is she supposed to leave tomorrow?" Well, I didn't care. I was like, "I don't give a f." Like I'm going. like when is the next time i was gonna come yeah and like take care of my kids i'm like i'm gonna go and relax anyway it's not like i'm gonna go and like surf <laughs> it's not like my husband and i had this whole like <laughs> adventure adventure plan, plan. It, it, we went on the exact same thing with my foot on or off like we just wanted to chill actually we did nothing that's good so which was the whole reason why we went to this little you know cottage shout out Casa San Miguelito in Avila Beach. Uh, if you guys are looking to just get away, go. If you live in LA, it's like a three-hour drive. And it's the cutest little beach town. Aww. So it's like two-block town. Oh, what? Two blocks. The beach is super clean. I mean, I mean, I didn't go on the beach, <laughs> but I saw from afar it was really clean. <laughs> we took like a little stroll like down the two blocks, you know, went to get shaped ice, ate, came back some of the best wine i've had we actually came back with seven bottles of champagne damn i'm jealous right mom now. was like mom was like what is this i'm like you know what mom just leave it there okay <laughs> don't judge <laughs> but that's my story that's oh my god episode. i know i just saw you right now limping in the restaurant i was like what the hell <laughs> but i'm getting over this sprain a lot lot faster than the other one the other spring when i was pregnant was super bad i was in crutches for two weeks yeah i remember and this one like now i'm not even on crutches anymore it's just like on a wrap that i had from last time but be you you're like but are you sure you can do that or what did the doctor say the doctor said two weeks like rested elevated ice it i haven't done that I just can't, like, I have so much stuff to do. I know, but, like, you know, like, what if, like, you hurt yourself again and it's going to get worse? I know, I know. I should, uh, nice what? Yeah. I'm doing it for the super mamas, okay? I need to come and record. <laughs> I can't stop cleaning my house. Mom, mom was making fun of me. She was like, oh, my God, you just sit there and just move shit around all the time. I'm like, yep, that's what I do when I'm home. I just move things around, change plan positions, buy new plans, change this thing. I'm like, that's... <laughs> that's my pastime i've been emptying my house how is that it's a lot like i mean i got rid of like my kids closet is like half of it like half of like you the things look are gone you look like you've been cleaning <laughs> my closet like i have a huge bag of clothes in the back that i'm gonna give to like the girls that work with us i'm like whatever you guys want here it is like um 
you know, my babysitters, like, whenever you get rid of your dishes, just put them aside for me. I was like, done. Take them all. Because there's so much crap to get rid of. Like, you know, I, I, I actually um, told my kids to choose three toys and like just, you know, choose some things. And then I got like bags and, you know, the black bags of like the huge bags and bags of trash. Oh, my just God. Bag. And then it still looks the same. Like my house still looks the same. I was like, what the hell? Like every time I walk in there, I want to cry because I'm like, everything looks the freaking same. And I've been getting so much things out. And I'm looking at the calendar and it's just like less and less days. But, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'll get it done. I'm just like, I think that's why I'm like kind of twitching already. Like "Eh, eh, eh," just everything. And then I have to move and then just like all these things. And but, you know. In my mind, I'm thinking, once I move, I'll be able to relax. You're right. Like me? Mm-hmm. How I'm relaxed? Yeah, you're relaxed. But um, yeah, so I actually, going back to our episode today. Oh, yes, because um, we taped this episode a couple of weeks ago. Again, I'm sorry, ladies. Just We've been kind of busy. <laughs> so we taped a few for you guys. And uh, this is a, actually comes at a perfect... Every perfect. Uh, all, the, all our guests come at like a perfect time yes. in our lives, which is yes. incredible. But my sister... Well, my sister's moving. I'm always cleaning my house. All the time. And it's spring. So everyone's doing spring cleaning. And like the baby's going on spring break next week. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited to be home and like, you know, with him, just redecorate, go buy plants. Like I hope my whole stuff... <laughs> Again? I do that with my baby all the time. That's how we bond. No, I mean, you want to redecorate again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always redecorating. That's how I relax. So we have Tanya Whitford, a professional organizer on the show today. I didn't even know professional organizers existed. That's like a whole new world that I learned from her. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? So I'm like, so what do you do? (laughs) Uh, So she's going to give us incredible tips on how to organize or like how purge yeah. i didn't know what purging was i was like purging what do you mean purging? Is that a sc- i thought it was a scary movie <laughs> it <laughs> could like, be purge. it can be <laughs> it can no but she had a really great and she has a lot of really good researches on her on her yes. website um and i've been and i've been referring there uh, a lot now that i'm moving and stuff um and i mean she was like what top organizer in like LA or California. I mean, yeah, there's like a whole other world of it that we unorganized people don't know about. <laughs> so, you know, it was great to learn from her and to hear um, a lot of the tips that she had. Yeah, you know, and I was kind of like a little bit like, I was like, so she's going to come in, like, what is she going to teach us? Like, is she going to bring like a filing method? You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what are we going to learn? Because even if, you know, a, a lot of us are not going to hire a professional organizer, let's be real, but to be able to have those resources in hand and get tips from her mm-hmm. and like how to tackle the first thing. And I think the best advice I got from her was, it's organization is whatever you call it. Yes. As long as you can find shit. Yes. That's what, that was like, it just gave me a lot of p- peace of mind. Yeah. A lot of peace of mind. Cause I was just like, I always, you know, like you compare, like you look at all these magazines or you go to Pinterest, like 10 ways to organize. And then you, you look at the pantry and it looks like freaking spotless or the closet. And I was like, how am I ever going to do this? You know, but she, you know, she just made, made me feel like a lot of ease and made me feel normal like you know there's nothing wrong with you and i thought that was like great because i think a lot of us just strive for perfection but like what she said was just great like there's not not such a thing it just makes like whatever works for you right yeah for sure all right ladies without further ado here is our interview with our professional organizer tanya whitford started okay uh hi tanya how are you i'm good thank you um we feel very uh self uh conscious of you coming in today because as you can tell maybe we should hire you to uh organize this office it is not bad i can see the floor it's good it's good that's how i when people think always think it's the worst i've ever seen I have been in places where there is only a tiny walk space. Oh, really? And even I don't think that's the worst. Cause that to sounds me, like my sister's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's an exciting opportunity and a challenge. Um, but I certainly don't. <laughs> no judgments ever. Oh, thank you. Well, that's one thing I read about you because you were named one of like the 10 best organizers in L.A. Yes. And one of the things that they... Um, noted about you was the mm-hmm. fact that you are non-judgy and exactly. we loved you right away oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> yes. well it's very important and it's 
to me, organizing is something that I love and I enjoy. And it's something that comes easy to me, but it's not easy to everybody. So it's always, you know, we share what we're good at with other people. And hopefully they'll share what they're good at with the things that we're not good at. And to me, it's also fun. And I like to kind of bring that when I'm working with people. And by the time they get an organizer, it's because they've kind of had enough and they haven't figured it out. Right. And I love to be the one to help them show them, oh, this is a way that you can do it or this way, because every person is different and right. everyone has a different struggle. But um, giving them some tools to be able to move forward and to kind of change somebody's life, it is a very... Um, it's something I just love about what I do is to make a difference in someone's life. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank yeah. you for that. And how long have you been doing this for? 18 years now. <gasps> yes. How does one become a professional organizer? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, many, many years ago, I was actually, I was out here to be an actress, of course. And I was bartending at the Burbank Airport. And almost every day I would have the same conversation because it's people making small talk with you at a bar. And they would say, oh, are you in school? And I'd say, no, I already graduated. And then they'd say, well, where'd you go? I went to Northwestern. Why are you working here? And I said, because I'm trying to be an actress. And then they would say, well, have we seen you in anything? And I would think if you had seen me in anything, I wouldn't be serving you a beer at 7 a.m. Like that just so it was sort of a constant reminder that, you know what, I should do, (laughs) you know, people going to Vegas start drinking really early. True. True that. And I started to think about what am I good at and what else can I do while I'm waiting for my acting career to take off. And. I realized, um, well, you know, I really love animals and maybe I'll do some pet sitting service or something. But I was living in an apartment and that wasn't feasible because I couldn't do doggy daycare in my apartment (laughs) building. And I thought, you know what? I like to do what nobody else likes to do. I love to organize a garage. I love doing a whole stack of papers. That is fun to me. So I thought... (laughs) I am starting, like, I am this entrepreneur. I'm going to start this new thing where I'm going to go out and do these things for people. And I had one organizing book, and in the back of it, there was a mention of the National Association of Professional Organizers. And I thought, oh, my gosh, there's an organization. But this was before (laughs) websites for everybody. So I called their hotline, and they said that they have a chapter here in Los Angeles. So I went to a meeting, and in this room were all these women who were just like me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, here are my ladies. Um, So it was really exciting to, you know, I guess while I'm not an entrepreneur, there are already people who have been doing this, but it was such a wonderful, supportive environment to be in and to see that there are people who are making a career doing something that I just think is fun to do. So it was a wonderful group to be a part of. And back when I joined, there were maybe 1,200 organizers in the National Association. And now there are over 4,000. So it's become a very big industry. Yeah. And about 99%, I think, are women. It's so, (laughs) you know. We'll be part of that organization, though. (laughs) But it does seem like women love to put things in compartments, right? My husband's always like, you like to compartmentalize everything. You uh-huh. like to put it in boxes and put everything. And that's what we always try to control our husbands. Oh, there you go. <laughs> because we just like control the Like time. to put some things. Or well, it helps how you, um, it helps you feel better and um, it'd be, you know, to be able to, to find things. Organizing isn't necessarily about the perfect container. It is about um, making sure that the things that you're keeping are the things that you use. Because when we have too much stuff, we can't find anything and we're right. not using it. And um, the more things you have, the more you have to clean, the more you have to store, the more you have to everything. So um, keeping the things separate, the one that you are keeping in good containers is, you know, certainly a way to go. But you want to make sure that you're only keeping the things that you're going to use a lot. Did you hear that, Paulina? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. You come at the perfect time in my life. Um, uh-huh. I am actually going to be moving to a home, from oh. an apartment to a home. Oh, exciting. Um, and just does that just light your eyes i just i'm so excited (laughs) so just like being in my house like Mm -hmm. right now and looking around my husband's like you know we should start like you know organizing what we're gonna take and what we're gonna leave and i just looking at around me i'm like i'm so overwhelmed i'm like i don't even know because you start like accumulating so much stuff of course i'm i i am i guess a hoarder in the fact that i (laughs) feel sentiment on everything so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, my baby's first toy, you yes. know, or uh-huh. oh, my God, my this or like I have like a box full of pictures from high school or like, you know, like just things, mm-hmm. books. I have so much stuff mm-hmm. and I don't really know. I don't even know where to begin. Right. Because I just okay. want to take the what I'm really going to use. Yes. 
and leave behind what I'm not going to use. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have two kids. There's an endless amount of toys. Like sure. I have toys that I haven't even opened. Uh-huh. Um, um, even in the invitations on the birthdays, I say, please no toys. And people like just seem to think, please toys, you know? I know. So <laughs> I'm starting to like recycle them and giving them away on other birthday parties and stuff. But uh-huh. where do I begin? Well, (laughs) please help me. Um, Well, the thing is, it is very overwhelming, especially in a major life change. It's an overwhelming situation to begin with. And I want to say, I'm sure you're not a hoarder. You're just sentimental (laughs) about things. Because a lot of people think they're a hoarder with all the shows that are on. But very few people actually are. Because then you would be attached to, you know, to things like newspapers or, you know, like things that um, that might not other people might not see value in. But the things that you're holding on to are mementos from your past, which is completely completely understandable. And I never, um, I never have people get rid of stuff until they're ready because then there is a, a sense of loss or something that, that I don't want you to feel later on. Right. So if you have the space to keep the memories, then it's okay to keep them in an organized way. Right. But as you go through the stages of life, you realize, Oh, you know what? I'm never going to look at my artwork from when I was a kid. Like I can <laughs> let those go. Because yeah. now I have my kids' artwork to worry about. So there's different, you know, phases that we go through in life where we're ready to get rid of our past and make room for our future. Mm-hmm. And um, and so sometimes if you don't have the space, you have to make that decision maybe a little bit sooner yeah. than, than you would. But a move is a great time to go through and purge things because you don't want to take things to the new house that you're not going to be using. Because right. it also is going to slow you down in unpacking yeah. if you're having to make the decision on the other end and right. you have to pay movers to pack it and sh- you know and move it over there so it saves you money to do that beforehand mm-hmm. but um i know what you said about birthday parties that even when you say no gifts you still get gifts yeah. <laughs> and my daughter just um turned six and um and you know they get they get presents and some they gravitate towards and others you know they don't yeah and i usually like line them up so she can see what she gravitates for in the first couple days and if she doesn't tuck them away until yeah. you know a little time passes and see if later they want to or not but there's um like you said to give it to other friends to give it to another party sometimes um you can have yard sales you can donate to places that um you know to women's shelters with children that that they don't oh, have any choice that's true that's true and i do recommend that children be a part of decision making mm-hmm. with you um because it teaches them a skill that they're um that they don't have to keep everything that's going to help them their whole life to teach them Let's make a decision on what's my favorite and what's not. There are other kids who have no toys. I would love to give a, a child that has no toy this one because this is extra. That's true. You know, um, so to do something without them, it, you know, they might, oh, where did this go? Where did that go? Because mm-hmm. we typically know as moms what our kids play with and what they don't. Right. But we don't know what's special to them. And even as young as three, kids can tell you what they like and they don't like. <laughs> and... Um, you only have to worry if they say they like everything. Right. Well, that, that's know. happened with sometimes when I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of toys and I start putting them away. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter finds that one bag. Oh, yes. my old little ball. I yes, love it. Yes. I wish I could have a bag. And I'm like, oh, my God, you want to have everything that's on that bag back you know so if they see it yes that's when they immediately (laughs) want to play with it so what I'll do with kids and actually when I'm organizing families I don't have the parents in there when I'm working with the kids because kids often act different around their parents right because sometimes they'll make it a say, I don't want this. And the parent will be like, your grandmother got that for you. Do you know how much that cost? You know, these kinds of things that mm-hmm. actually get embedded in the kids sort of moving forward. Right. That, oh, I can't get rid of things because it costs so much or because somebody gave it to me. Right. So you don't want to put that on your kids. You want them to be free to make the decisions. And if it hurts you later that, oh, she didn't want the thing <laughs> I gave her, that's that has become your memory now, not not theirs. Right. So I'll have a kid go through um, go through their room and then make the piles of this can be donated or and then the parents go through it. But they're not allowed to <laughs> tell the kids, no, you need to keep this because right. the child's made the decision. But a way that you can do is um, is to limit the area you give them a bookshelf, you give them a toy, you know, one of the ones with bins and say, this is where all of your toys need to go. They need to fit here. Mm-hmm. If they don't fit here, then we're going to have to we're going to have to let them go. So pick your favorites and they'll have a good time fix, you know, trying to fit as much as they can in the parameters that you give them so that they know this is enough toys right. for a kid. You have yeah. all of these bins and you have this, but they must fit inside of them. And then let them decide what toys make it in there, which ones are their best friends that get to go in the box and which ones they don't really care about. Right. 
And it's a, it's a good skill to let them, you know, learn early. Right. What about, like, do you have any, like, tips on, like, the artwork yes. for the kids? Because, <laughs> you know, like, uh, with my first daughter, I have, like, everything every you know yes. a bunch of things mm-hmm. like a bunch of boxes with old things and mm-hmm. as she gets older she gets a bit more and more and more things like mm-hmm. you know some people like uh scan them or some people like mm-hmm. make them into smaller pictures or something like that but like mm-hmm. do you have any any tips what i um it is the artwork is such a huge thing especially when they get into <laughs> yeah. like 3d things that don't fit yeah and something easy And what I like to do, especially with my girls, is to take a picture of them when they come home with it. Oh. So I remember how how old they were when they made that's that. A, that's and a, that's a it makes tip. it a little bit more special to me because I want to see my girl than just the the piece of art. Right. But yeah, you can photograph it and put it in a book, and um, especially the things that that are three D. But you also they come with every day with so many things. So you do want to be able to make choices and it's hard with your first, of course, because you don't, you know, everything is very precious and, um, but it is overwhelming and it can be bins and bins. And what ends up happening is I, somebody that wanted to keep everything, there was so many papers and maybe three or four bins and the child was only in first grade. And I said, how many, you know, years are we going to store all this? And the thing is, if I held up a piece of my kid's artwork next to them, they probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference because when there's so much, right. you don't even, you can't remember everything they ever did. Yeah. So it just becomes part of the, yeah. you know, the fabric of everything when, when there's not something that you make a little bit more special. Right, my daughter is into drawing, so she draws something new every day. And every she puts yes. it, you know. But there's like at the end of the week, what I've been doing is just like just grab. I don't even look at it; just grab it and I put it in the recycle. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, my heart kind of hurts. I know, but I'm like, I, I gotta know. get rid of it. <laughs> you know what I did once? My kid, um, you know, he's not even two yet, but mm-hmm. he'll um, do a lot of watercolor or uh-huh. finger painting. Yes, and I had like three like big pieces of paper that were thick. So I cut one and I, that's what I make my um, greeting cards out of. That's great. Yes. So then mm-hmm. I don't feel bad throwing it away. Yeah. But I'm just giving them a piece of what some that he did. Of so course. That's, that's the, sort of, you know. You can make wrapping paper out of them. You know, you can send anything that's going. Because my, um, my girls will send, you know, some stuff. Give it to a grandma. Or at the end of the year when we do a big purge of all the papers. Because um, once they start kindergarten, it's like so many papers in addition <laughs> so to the artwork that, um, you know, it's trying to give them to somebody else or use them to wrap and, um, and you know, let them also, like I said, be a part of this decision too, because they can get really attached to their artwork. Yeah. But showing them like, let's pick our favorite from this week and we'll save that. Oh. Or, you know, whatever we're going to keep from this year has to fit in here so that, you know, that we don't get <laughs> the whole room full of artwork by the time they're, you know, out of elementary school. When it starts to pare down anyway, yeah. you know, the, the artwork. But when when there's so much of something, nothing is special when there's so right. much of it. I think it's my, my mom is very like that. You know, my mom has teeth, my little sister's teeth still saved up. <laughs> yes. Cute. You know, and she, my mom is like, my mom has like all these things and I think I got it from, I got it from my mom. I'm going to blame go. it on my mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about what you said that mm-hmm. kind of resonated with me a little bit was that when you can let go of things from the past, you can make room for things of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that part of your life is probably part therapist as well. I know, yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it is for sure. Because you're working with people in their most vulnerable and personal space. And it's always important to um, for them to trust you and, uh, and know that I'm not, you know, discussing anything anywhere else, that I'm just there to help them. And, and in going through your things, you're reliving things that have happened to you, whether it was bad, whether it was good, because your things are your memories. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we know when there's been a death in the family, it's a very emotional thing. And uh, you can't push somebody when they're not ready for something because down the line it sort of it backfires because I get to see people at all stages of life which I feel is a is a gift for me to be able to see what's coming down the line and what is important at the end and what isn't right (laughs) and um to, to see people from, you know, three years old to their late 90s and all these different things that go through life makes me better prepared for it and to know also to kind of help people guide you to the end you know all these all these photos we take, you know, thousands and thousands of photos of our kids, and um, and we have them on our computers and on our phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, you know, if we don't 
those are one thing that I do say that you should actually make some prints of them or put them into a photo book because when we when we go away, when we pass away, our kids are not going to look through our hard drives. Right. They're not going to look through our phones for mm-hmm. thousands of pictures when they have their own pictures. So if there's, you know, <laughs> you kind of have to think about what we're doing now and how that matters in the end. You know, we have we have short time on this planet and do I really need to do this or or, or can I let that go and just enjoy sort of the time that I have here? Do I have to take 700 pictures of this one birthday party when I know I'm not going to do anything with them you know like that kind of sort of learn your tendencies Mm -hmm. and how things are end up down the line Um, I just spent a lot of time doing my grandmother's photos and she was 96 when she passed and it took uh, months to organize and do and these were before there were digital photos but it was a huge project to take on and luckily I was the organizer in the family because nobody else (laughs) would would really get to that and um but it was a huge project to try and organize somebody else's photos right. and put them in order and do that kind of thing to make it something that could be passed down to the rest of the family. That's so, true. Yeah, That's that true that what you're saying sense. because we take so many pictures, but don't, we don't really print them because yeah. we're like, well, they're on the hard drive. You know, they're there. I know. Exactly. Who sees them there? Because it almost goes against the, you know, against the <laughs> grain of moving forward in a paperless society. But if my grandmother didn't have those actual pictures, what would there be? You know, right. what they're... You know, we're losing those letters and those things that we used to have. And not that I'm saying everything because, you know, it's everything is in moderation. But certain things that become digital, what happens when we're when we go and what will our kids actually do? So just to have a, you know, something or make a photo book or, you know, a couple of prints of stuff so they can <laughs> have the actual picture to remember. And what do you recommend for us, like busy moms, you know, it's like, sure, we take like a day off work and it's like, okay, today's going to be organizing day. Mm-hmm. Like, where do I start? Yes. <laughs> yes. And starting, you have to, um, cause organizing is a big puzzle and you have to just take one piece at a time right. and not think I'm going to do this whole house in one day because it is, that's a little bit much, but that's to like do, being, yeah. Just something like we're going to work on the living room today and it can be a family event and um, it's deciding what's going to happen. Okay, I'm going to have a box of donation. This is going to go here. Um, This is going to be recycled and because the kids can be involved and, you know, make a nice big label and kind of get started. You can put music on and just focus, even if it's on we're going to start on this bookshelf. I'm going to start here. You're going to start here, you know, and have everybody sort of filter into these boxes. But um People need to make decisions on their own things. The kids need to design on their toys. You need, and we also have to to walk the walk. If we're asking our kids to do something, you know, you have to pick up all your toys off the floor, but then they're tripping over our shoes and our purses. That's not like we have to (laughs) practice what we're preaching to them so that we can model the behavior we want them to have. So if they see that we're holding on to every book on our bookshelf that we're that we're not reading or not going to reread while we're asking them to (laughs) get rid of their toys, like hmm. So when they see you, oh, she's. You know, she's also right. getting rid of things, but to make it in small chunks. Okay, today we're gonna do um, we're gonna do uh, this room, and to and to not try and do everything at once because. If you go too far, it gets messier before it gets better. So right. when you're organizing, everything is going to come out and you want to do it in a small chunk so that you can finish that room as opposed to, oh, we took everything out of everywhere and now I'm tired and never want to do this again and <laughs> I'm just going to leave everything where it is. It sort of backfired on you. So you want to get a small chunk where you can um, be done and then move on to the next room. And if you finished early, you're like, okay, let's tackle another room. But if not, that's it for today. Let's go to the park. Let's go get some ice cream, some sort of reward for having done the work that we did. And then it's time to get those things to the recycling and to the donation center. And not a lot of times people will wait. I'm just going to wait until I'm done with the whole house and the things start to pile up. And then the kids see, oh, that stuff that they didn't want. Now they want and they're pulling things out. So you want to make sure that you're getting things all the way out, even if it's putting in your car so it's not there anymore. Mm hmm. But um, you can do yard sales. I've done that a lot, especially with families. I've done it with other families on the block. Twice a year, we have a yard sale and, um, and you know, get the or things for, out there. Like, at least for my our school, they do a lot of fundraiser oh. with, with garage sales. So yes, that's a maybe. perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's, that helps you, okay, let's get two boxes filled up yeah. and, and get it out there. Mm-hmm. But it is, um, because it's a constant sort of stream of things coming into your home, and there has to be sort of an equal stream of things leaving. Right. There's this, you know, one in one out principle. If you get a new toy, you let a toy go. Yeah. But you definitely have to get to the point where you're where you have as many as you need to maintain it. Because um, if you already had too much to begin with, 
It's not going to help <laughs> just getting rid of one thing. You need to get rid of like three things yeah. for every one thing that's coming in. But um, it's definitely that picking a, a, a small or a time. We're going to do this for an hour. We're going to do this for two hours and do as much as we can. Got it. But to sort of give yourself a limit and permission to stop before you get overwhelmed and don't want to do it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and what if old pots and pans that you yeah. can't let go of because mm-hmm. it's like well I don't use the nice ones mm-hmm. because those are nice <laughs> and I only use them a certain way so I have to keep that old pot because like or that's, glasses or those like are the ones that, and, and, and sometimes like I'm gonna be honest like I have a hard time letting go of old, old pots mm-hmm. and I'm like but if I give this away, like, who am I going to give it to? Nobody. And I don't want to throw it away because, like, I feel bad throwing, like, a, you know, a good yes. dish away. Yes. But if I have, like, a new set, like, what do I do? Well, there's, <laughs> you don't have to, there's a lot of things that don't need to throw it, be thrown away. You know, I like to keep things out of a landfill, if at all possible. But there are websites, um, like FreeCycle. And okay. mm-hmm. um, I have posted things on there, uh, after we, the day after we moved into our house, there was a little uh, mishap, and all these beautiful wedding dishes went crashing to the ground and broke. So these oh. were beautifully colored things, and um, I was happy that I was holding my one-year-old in my hands at that moment, and nobody was hurt. But it was devastating because that was all our wedding stuff that got <laughs> ruined. And um, I put it on FreeCycle. I took a picture of it, and I said, here's a box of broken you know, dishes. And I had 12 artists want it for mosaics. What? So something that most people would think is trash was actually something that went on to live another life. So when you post something that is still usable, but it's kind of hard to just donate because it might not be something that, you know, the donation place would take. I would do it on FreeCycle or Craigslist free because the whole premise of those is I'm giving this for free. This is what it is. Hey, it's a little bit scratched or it's this, but somebody but else free. wants it. Yeah. And they it. come and pick it up. That's true. So, um, and sometimes when it's, you'll get like a backstory, people will say, I have no dishes and I really would love to cook. And then it, you know, tugs at your heartstrings and you're like, oh, I'll give it to you. And it's good to find a good specific home for something through one of those ways. I love that. And I think you can actually go things by knowing that they're going to live a full life somewhere else and kind of putting that sentiment on things. And that's an easier way to let go of things as opposed to like... Yeah, you don't have to keep it forever. Yeah. <laughs> it can go on to another life with um, with somebody else. And there's so many different ways that people use things. And now that, you know, there's these avenues where you can find that person for something that you thought, oh, this is no way anybody would want this. But guess what? Somebody does. <laughs> How, so like, for example, I have, um, I think I have like a month before mm-hmm. I go to my 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 new house mm-hmm. uh, would you say like how 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 long do you would you say take to look through everything because you know sometimes we leave everything to like the last week yeah like ah scrambling so like mm-hmm. how would you say uh, like to divide up the time between a, you know like a big move from mm-hmm. like at home or something like that mm-hmm. how would you recommend us getting organized that well way? there's there's sort of two ways to tackle it. it's either you do the easiest thing first or the hardest things first that you know are going to be hard for you um, when you're packing, you also want to, because there's also things that you know you're not going to need until you're in the new place that can be sort of packed up for good to mm-hmm. go over there to sort of get out of the way. Sometimes I like to use the the pods, you know, that get delivered to your step where you could put stuff in it that you know you're taking to the next place and get it out of your house. And then it, the pod gets delivered to you when your new place, when you're ready for it. Oh. Um, so that's sort of a nice way to kind of give yourself some breathing room because once you start packing, everything gets smaller yeah. um, as you're living amongst the boxes and, and things. But it is one of, it's kind of good to have, you know, you have a month. So you want to, you know, actually try and, okay, I want to try and get as much done in the first three weeks because that last week is going to be crazy. Right. And if it's, you know, sorting the clothes right now, because it, it, that would be the easiest thing that you would make a big dent and give, make you feel good. Like, all oh, right, I did all the, you know, we went through all that or, or the toys. But it's, some people are motivated by doing the hardest thing first. Okay. And some people are motivated by doing the easiest thing to sort of build up the confidence to tackle things that are harder. Right. So, um, you know, you, you kind of start seeing how long things are going to take once you get started. You, It's good to always be aware of the time and, you know, set like a little timer for an hour and think, oh, my gosh, in an hour, all we got done was this one shelf. <laughs> you know, I got to <laughs> no, pick up the pace. I got to go a little bit me. faster or we're not going to make, you know, make this on our deadline or um, or, hey, I'm doing pretty good. It only took right. me five minutes to get through that. But being aware of time because people just don't realize how long everything takes. Yeah. You know, paper takes, takes a, a lot time. longer than objects do. 
And yeah. if there's something that's not taking up a lot of space, but you know it has to be gone through and, you, you know, like that's okay. If I, it's only going to be some papers that I'm going to purge on the other end, that's okay. But these big things, we definitely want to make a decision on. And if you're going to drop things off or have a, you know, take it to the school or have a donation pickup come, just to make sure that you're doing that a couple of times to make sure the stuff is getting out as you're making the decisions. Got it. Thank you. It makes things easier for sure. And my husband is not necessarily organized we live in in you know it's we're opposites in some ways but when the kids came along that's when you know well the kid stuff is going to be organized when you open the drawer it's going to say short sleeve onesies and long sleeve onesies and you're going to know where to put things and find things and he loves that and um and that works to be able to put things all the toys this is where they go because there needs to be a place for kids to clean up they need to know where it goes right yeah so everything has to have a home Mm -hmm. and you they have to know where it is and from a very early age they can know where to put things but if there is no room for them to clean up how can they clean up Mm -hmm. so and if they don't know you know what do i do with this barbie well where do the barbies go the barbies go in this bin that's where all the barbies go and they definitely can do stuff from an early age and get excited about it Mm -hmm. you know to do a quick pickup at the end of the the night put your toys away because keeping on top of something uh on a daily basis five minutes a day is a lot easier than spending hours later on because things didn't get picked up so it's sort of incorporating that into your daily routine with the kids again because it isn't something that you know we got to teach them to pick up after themselves that's true (laughs) you know so true last question before we go into break yes do you Make sure your kitchen is clean before you go to sleep. I do because I need, I like to wake up to something clean. Okay. But being organized is different than because people think, oh, everything has to be at 90 degree angles and everything has to be spotless and perfect. It doesn't. Being organized just means you can find what you what you need when you need it. Right. Not like, oh, I found it three weeks later, <laughs> the thing <laughs> I was looking for. So being Got organized it. to me is a much simpler definition. It doesn't mean everything is perfect. If you have a stack of papers... And that's how you file and you know that that report is, you know, a foot down into the pile and you can find it, then that's organized for you. Mm. It may not be another person's definition of organized that needs it to be in files and perfectly lined up. We all have different definitions and it has to be what works with us in order for us to maintain it. Got it. Makes total sense. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's go into a break and we come back. We'll do a super mama pick or tip for the week. definitely gonna talk to you about coming to my home okay <laughs> me too <laughs> uh let's get to our super mama picks and tips of the week uh tanya we'll start with you okay i'm sure you have many oh my gosh yeah um, keep going i mean you can give us as many as you want <laughs> okay Please. uh okay as i was saying i don't let guilt be the reason that you hold on to anything right amen um if you are um uh, like if you have a lot of clothes and a lot of shoes, I do recommend that you're trying to get rid of. Maybe keep a bag in your closet for donation. And when you mm-hmm. come back and we're wearing shoes that hurt your feet, don't put them back in your closet. <laughs> Just put them in the donation bag because there was a reason why you didn't like them. And you might forget before um, you put them on again. And so just put things, keep on a regular basis, putting things in a donate bag That's so that things don't build up. And to um, do things, you know, do little chunks of time. Don't try and go all crazy and do too much at once. And, uh, and be kind to yourself. We're all trying to do yeah. the best we can in a busy situation. And nobody's perfect and nobody can be the best organized. You just organize <laughs> the way that works for you because everybody is different and organization means something different to everybody. Oh. So I always think everyone, we're all doing the best we can. These kids throw so many changes yeah. <laughs> into our daily schedule. It doesn't matter what kind of day we have planned. Thank you, Tanya. You get a, Amen, you know, sister. You get all of a sudden your your kid is sick and home and all they want to do is be with you. Yeah. And all the things you had planned for the day are no longer going to happen. Yeah. So I think that moms become these um, super people who can reschedule and reprioritize our life on a daily basis because yeah. all day long we have to reprioritize what's important now. Super mama. And, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's true. That's what we do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because especially now, like, 
um, I sometimes I watch like YouTube organization videos mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, how do you do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. do it's like torture. Children? I know. It's just like, this is how I maintain my thing, th- my my junk chest. And they have like, every, like a thing for everything. And I'm yes. like, oh my God. <laughs> but so don't let that ever get to you because we are all so different and there's things that are are, we all have different things that are important to us and different full lives yeah and um what's important to that person might be that and what's important to you is something else and um never hold yourself up to the other standards there's a lot of magazines and images of these perfectly organized closets that only have 10 dresses and four pairs of shoes, which is not real life for most families. Right. And, uh, and just keep that in mind and enjoy the time that you have with your kids. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and the time you have with your families, because in the end, that's what matters is looking back on the memories you've had with people and not the, the stuff that you had. That's true. Thank you for it's that. The people and experiences. <laughs> that's true. That is so true. I, I'm, I'm all for that. Okay. Anyway, want me to go? Yeah. Go okay. So when you were talking about recycling clothes and stuff, um, what I do with some of my clothes, cause I felt, I feel like I've read so many articles about like the clothing and the fabrics and like, there's so much that people don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I was visiting my local H and M, Yes. A few weeks ago. Yes. Uh-huh. And they actually have a program mm-hmm. where if you take your old clothes and give it to them for reuse on their clothes, they actually give you like 20% off on mm-hmm. your purchase. What? Yes. Yes. So um, that's what I started doing. And I love H&M for the kids. I mean, they have super cute stuff. So whenever I have like a bag of um, stuff that I no longer use from the kids, me, my husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they, you can take any kind of fabric. So on that, things that have holes in them, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Yes, wow. yes, because sometimes you know they're too old and you don't know what to do with them. Um, I take them to H and M. I every store. I'm not sure if every store, but I think most of the stores mm-hmm. have like a huge bin in the back, and then you give it to them and they give you twenty percent off your purchase. So that's like a great yes. Tex- textiles oh, should not go that. in the trash. It yes. can be recycled, and a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So all textiles. Even old rags? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. You can, can even take old rags? Too. Yeah, yes. it's just fabric, yes. whatever. It's, it's, just, fabric. it's not clothes, it's just mm-hmm. fabric. They just mm-hmm. need fabric. And, you know, and then you get 20% of your purchase. So it's, a, you know, it's like they're, you're actually, they're actually buying your fabric from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, not really buying. Well, you but, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving you a discount. But yeah, but yeah, they're giving you a discount. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my tip, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out like an organization tip, but I, you know, I don't have one because that's why, <laughs> that's why ta- Tanya is here. Um, my my tip is going to be kind of having to, I don't know how I'm going to tie this into this week's episode, but there we just went through a time change mm-hmm. and it gets... Um, you know, our, our nights are longer, but our daytime, when you wake up, let's say you wake up like at six o'clock, it's mm-hmm. still dark out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I that I bought recently is a happy light mm-hmm. that you turn on um, and it, you turn on and it's like this kind of beam of blue light that goes into your face and like wakes you up and it gives you like a sort of like a burst of energy, I guess, supposed yeah. to, uh-huh. but it mimics daytime. And it gives you those sort of like vitamins and those sort of like ray lights that you need. And it's very popular like in some places that don't get absolutely like zero daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps people's moods and uh, people's state of being so they don't get depressed. Mm-hmm. So I bought this one because I'm an early riser. Okay. And I realized that it's helped me a lot because when I get up, it's still dark, especially now with the time changes, mm-hmm. even darker for longer. So this happy light has helped me a lot. So you can buy it on Amazon. You Is don't it portable? You can buy any yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Yeah. They even have light bulbs that you can put like in certain areas, and you can turn that on, and it's like, ooh, a happy light. So that's my tip of the week. Oh, if you're an early one. riser, yes, especially right now <laughs> with the time change, when you wake up, it's night. So mm-hmm. um, get yourself a happy light, and just it, it makes a world of a difference. I've I noticed. A huge I'm gonna difference. get. I'm gonna get some for my kids because it's it's been, <laughs> it, it's getting right now. It's a little hard for them to want to get up. Sure. With the time change. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, some happy life will bring some happiness. In <laughs> I mean, happiness organizing brings happiness. I figure, yes. like, in, in some level, it'll tie into the episode. <laughs> no, it 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 it, it, is, it makes total. I mean, sense. it's like more stuff to put in your house, but you know, you can it's, get a light bulb. 
it serves a purpose. Yeah, yeah organization is just, it makes a huge difference. That's why I, I really love staying at hotels because when I come back to the room, everything is clean mm-hmm. and organized for me, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the life. What's the difference between being clean and being organized? Well, that's um, being clean would mean you know like all those surfaces you've like wiped them down, they're all sanitized and organized. You could still have stuff all over, but you know where everything is. Mm. It really is that that simple for me, and in, in terms yeah. of what I I, want I love that to understand yeah. that it doesn't mean everything's got to be picture perfect. And everything has to be hidden and out of sight. It just means I know where that thing is every time I need it because it has a home. It goes in this drawer. It fits there. Got and, it. And that's, oh, you know, you so that's much. it. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I thank you for it. that. Because I think a lot of us are very, like me, mm-hmm. uh, we're very hard on ourselves yes. with that. Like, oh, my God, my house is a mess. It doesn't look like the magazines. You know, I don't want people to come over because it's a mess. Well, we have so much, so many things in this world yeah. in this day. There's a big um, yeah. estimate like that there are. I read a statistic somewhere that we have 3.1% of the world's children, but we also have 40% of the world's toys. Oh my God. It's unreal. Yeah. So we just have way more to deal with than the last generation or the generation before that, because there's just so much stuff these days. I like so it's hard to keep about, up. Sorry. I like what you said about, you know, giving that to like women shelters and stuff. That's yes. like a great idea too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't thought about We live in the world of abundance mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, so we Over should share with those who don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks so much for um, taking the time, Tanya, for coming Thank in and so uh, just helping us get organized. Yay. I am like, all I keep thinking about right now is just like, should I should go home? <laughs> I know, I'm like, I need to get 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 started. Every week. <laughs> That's what gets me excited. Yeah. Well, it's also good to have another person to check in with, someone to be accountable to and say, I'm going to work on this and you work on that. Okay, call me back in an hour. Okay, I did this and this is what I got done in my yeah. hour. What did you do? Just so you're kind of accountable to somebody. Just like, you know, you might work out a little bit more if you have someone else that's sure. there, like, mm-hmm. kind of pushing you yeah. on. Or You're organizing to help each buddy. other. You go and help her for a little bit, you, you know, kind of help each other out through your projects because it's a little more fun. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you again. And um, to find more information, just visit organizingwonders.com. That's it. And uh, are you in social media? Um, no, not so much. I just do the website and the blog because that was a, I realized if I did that, I wouldn't uh, be able to get to other stuff. So there's a lot of resources on my website. The H&M thing is on there under resources, places to donate to recycle oh, and all kinds of um, specific places that would take, you know, kids movies and things like that. So there's Ooh. a lot of resources on there and, and, um, articles on kids and stuff. So there's a lot for oh you God, to see there. I'm going to go Wonderful. Out. <laughs> Thank you so much. And sisters, do not forget to follow us on social media. We are at underscore Supermamas on Instagram, Twitter, Supermamas Podcast on Facebook, and Supermamaspodcast.com. Check out our blog and check out this episode's show notes. We're going to have all the information on Tanya and everything we've talked about on the show. And do not forget to get your tickets for the Supermama Social. It's coming up in just a few weeks already. I know. And so don't forget to get get organized. Organize (laughs) your time. (laughs) Schedule it and get your tickets. Get your tickets for your husbands. A lot of people have asked if husbands are welcome. Of course, they're welcome. Everybody, the whole family is welcome. It's family day. We're going (laughs) to have the Michimobile for the dads. We're going to have a lot of fun activities for the kids, for the moms. So please join us May 13th, La Plaza de la Cultura Mm -hmm. in downtown. So get your tickets. And we will see you next week. We'll Super next Mama. Week. Super Mama. Super Mama. Super Mama. Bye. Bye. Bye.